if a million wives all cried out in horror. Hug you, McGregor. Love that. Welcome to the Canon Cantina, presented by the Geek Out Show Network. You want to buy any death sticks? <laughs> We're getting everybody's favorite crackhead, Good Fortuna. Disappointing looks all around for my wife. Let's talk Star Wars. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Canon Cantina. This is episode 40. I'm your host, Jay Rue, and as always, is my excellent co-host and co-pilot, my good buddy, Heath. What is going on? How you doing today, Mr. Jade? I'm doing all right, man. Um, busy week. Kind of, uh, I'm just playing a little catch-up today, and I'm still behind, so you know how that goes. Um, but but other than that, man, uh, you know, all signals are a go, man. We're doing all right over here. How about yourself? Oh... Got sick little one on his way home, but other than that, everything's been pretty good. A little bit, some long days the past few days of work, but it's all good. Yeah, I'm re- I'm ready for the weekend. Unfortunately, I have to work this weekend, so I just um, about to I'm, say, yeah, I'm ready for it to be here so I can get it over with. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say some of these uh, weekends when me and you're chit chatting, it seems like your weekend's worse than your normal week, and you've had some hellacious days here lately. It gets like that, man. It's uh, we're getting busy, so you know, it's a uh, beats the alternative, right? Like I'd rather be busy than than sitting on my hands. Exactly. But um, yeah, we're here for another week of Star Wars stuff. Um, not a whole lot going on, but uh, let's kick this thing off like we normally do. Heath, did you pick up anything this week? Yeah, you remember um, last year we were talking and they announced the um, Legends wave that came in the nice little box bar boxes mm-hmm. and i was like man I don't need another luke skywalker and you're like yeah you need all the luke skywalkers so yeah i came on sale so i got the luke from that and that's about it oh nice yeah that's from the uh air to the air to the empire luke yes uh yeah that's a cool is... one man and i like that sculpt i'm if i'm remembering correctly that's the dagobah sculpt just painted black right for the most yeah, part the one that the one that came with uh yoda which mm-hmm. that was really good yoda uh, and then we had um, that little force sense or force uh, repellent thing that um, Thrawn's lizard. That's all I yes. know it as. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I picked up. Um, I got a few things. So it's been a while since I've got some vintage collection stuff, but I had a couple things come in from Hasbro Pulse. I got my Bo-Katan. Nice. And I also got my Quill. Nice. I got a couple of Bo-Katans because I was uh, anticipating one of them coming in crushed, but they actually both came in crispy. So I'll probably, uh, you know, once Katie Sackoff is on the on the circuit, I'm going to try and get one signed, I think. Well, I think it's going to be a little while longer before she jumps back on the circuit. Did you see the big news back in December? Yeah, so she just um, adopted a baby, it looked mm-hmm. like. Yep. Yeah. Or, I mean, adoption, surrogate, I'm not 100% sure. Yeah, I don't know the details. Yeah, I'm a regular follower of hers on Instagram, and she didn't look pregnant, and all of a sudden she's announcing they have a child. So, you know, big congratulations to them, you know. Yeah, so that that's exciting. Cool. and I'm sure she's, you know, just like any parent, being overworked and, you know, mm-hmm. there's not yep. enough hours in the day. Um, I yeah. also picked up something that I don't normally pick pick up. But I've been hurting for a Boba Fett figure badly. Um, you know, I'm all on board on Book of Boba Fett. So I picked up this Book of Boba Fett pop. Nice. 
Yeah, it's it's nice. pretty cool actually. Um, I don't pick up a lot of pops. Like I have uh, some Dinjarins, uh, Orbit from the Astros and Mariner Moose. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> so um, I was happy to get this. Like I said, I've just been hurting for hurting for something Boba Fett, man. Like they're really. I'm really surprised we haven't even gotten any announcements or anything. Like, I yeah. guess we could just kind of move on. Um, have we gotten any new announcements recently? Um, we got the bounty or bring home the bounty announcement for the Hallmark four pack of Jabba's Palace. Oh, yeah. Plushies. Everyone's screaming for those little plushies. So I'm glad they yeah. announced that finally. Yeah, I didn't even know that this was a thing. And yeah. it's Jabba's Palace, but it's Bring Home the Bounty, which is Bounty Hunter theme, but no no Bounty Hunters in this little four-pack. Yeah, it's like Lando, um, Bid, Jabba, and Jabba, right? And maybe yeah. a Gamorrean Guard or something I like think, that. I don't even know. It's yeah. such a non-factor to our collecting habits. Like, Yeah. And it's just, they're just totally missing the mark, man. I'm surprised we're not getting Vintage Collection announcements um we're not getting black series announcements we haven't even really gotten any hot toys you know we got fennec that's about it mm -hmm. um well uh before the series started you know they announced like those two deluxe vintage collection you know mm -hmm. they could have hold that and you know not that they weren't going to sell being walmart exclusives but i mean they could have held that a little bit and you know got a little bit more steam on it with the show yeah, we're four weeks into a seven-week series, and we have nothing to show for it. I mean, I have a pop now, so I'm excited mm -hmm. for that. But, um, yeah, it, the, they just had a Joe stream today, and, yeah, with 75% repaints. Um, but Star Wars could have done that, right? I don't know, man. I just They're totally missing the mark. I, don't, I think there's a little shakeup with the team, with Patrick getting elevated. Like, I, I think a lot of that going on but in 2022 they've been non-existent for the most yeah part. i mean do you think that uh the company overlords have came down and kind of cracked the whip on them and told them to get their shit together since they were the uh out of the three has labs that didn't fund i think so yeah i think they probably shook it up you know he got promoted um they're probably mixing the team around a little more I'll, I'll tell you what, like that Joe team, like you could tell they care about their product. Um, the Power Rangers team is really good like that too. Yeah. And obviously the Marvel Legends team. It's just, it feels like the Star Wars team, they just don't click yet. So uh, maybe, maybe they're just shaking it up. You know, you know, I keep saying that, but. Yeah. I mean, we'll see what happens. Hey, um, something I did want to ask you about since we're on collectibles. I'd actually gotten an email um Late last week, I believe it was, saying that my Ace or SH Figure Arts uh, Mandalorian was being pushed mm -hmm. back a couple of weeks. Have you received that notification? Yeah, both my Mando and my Boba Fett. Okay, um, I think they got pushed back to March. Maybe yeah, if they were being in March, yeah. something like yeah. that. So that I think that's just standard with all the stuff that's going on right now. Um, I'm actually really anticipating that, but like I said, I'm hurting for a Boba Fett figure. Like. Mm -hmm. I need that one. I got a couple of comics too. So shout out the Hive Comics in Odessa, Texas. They're always keeping my pull list nice and thick, a little thicker than I need it to be, quite honestly. Um, I haven't read any of these, but we got Star Wars High Republic Adventures, The Galactic Bake Off Spectacular. Um, yeah, we'll just leave it at that. So we also got uh, Star, Star Wars The High Republic 13. This Avar Chris cover, 
which we haven't been covering comics as much as we used to. I think we'll get back into that shortly. I think we talked about like maybe covering arcs more than mm-hmm. more than just single issues. Um, but apparently there's a huge uh, a, uh, event or something that goes on in that book. And then, you know, I'm always reading Afra, but I got this variant just because she's hanging out in the cantina. So, you know, <laughs> can, little can, can, canon cantina reference. But um, that's that's yeah, that's all I got this week, man. Uh, Star Wars is dry, dry, dry. I did see the uh, the Mission Fleet um, Razor Crest. Oh, nice! But I haven't scooped it up yet, just because you know I live in a small town. We've got two WalMarts and a Target, and all three of them had a full stock of it. Mm-hmm. So I think like I could probably probably chill on it, you know. Let it fall ten dollars. Wait till a sale, something like that. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, it's not expensive. No, it's not expensive. And the only reason we bought it like uh, so quickly is that I made a post saying I was going to be playing with it all day, but it was a gift to my son. Yeah, and I did play with it all day. Yeah, and him playing Star Wars. I'd probably get it for my daughter. You know, I have my my big boy Razor Crest. I actually got the email for that. That. They should start shipping tomorrow, as a matter of fact. Nice. So nice. That's see. awesome. I was one of the first like couple of hundred backers, so I would imagine. I, I better get mine first. I'm going to be pissed. All right, man. You just let me know when that did, and I'll make a trip out so I can play with yours. Yeah. Come on, dude. Let's go. That's one that we could take all day to play with. Uh, and I also need to like, I need to find a home for it. That's another thing, too. So um that's that's about it for the collectibles man there's not a whole lot going on do we have any news i know we've got a little bit of um we got a game release for lego mm-hmm. you know um, it keeps getting postponed yeah no tell them what the dealio with that is um news nothing's really standing out in my mind yeah they really they released the gameplay trailer which it looks really fun it's the skywalker saga mm-hmm. lego game um and they did say April twelfth, twenty twenty two. So that they finally put a date on that. Yeah, which is you know those things. Those games are really fun. I actually uh, played the first Star or one of the first ones that I ever played was for the Xbox three sixty. Mm-hmm. I mean, long before I was collecting or I had a kid. I just it's it's Legos, yeah. it's Star Wars. This will be fun, and yeah, I had a blast with it. I think those games are really well done. Yeah, I might pick it up. Um, obviously, it's Star Wars, but like, I think, I think it's something we could play together, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, it seems like the news is a little light. We didn't really get any announcements. Um, Star Wars Darth Vader twenty is getting a Mandalorian cover by Chris Sprouse. Did we talk about that last week? No, I. I completely forgot about it myself. I think we yeah, talked about it on the Geek Out show. Um, yeah. But that'll be the first cover of Mando and Grogu. Mm-hmm. Which is cool. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm interested in knowing why it's going to Vader and not just a Star Wars, like the main Star Wars book, but or even yeah. Bounty Hunters. Yeah, that, that makes sense. That's the one custom cover I have is on a Bounty Hunters cover. Yeah. But... um. Man, let's just get into the get into the meat of today's episode. So we're talking Book of Boba Fett, episode four. Mm-hmm. I didn't even catch the title of this. I don't think. What's the title of this one? Oh crap, man! I don't know. Uh, uh, catching us lacking, guys. 
hold on. Our crack team is on it. Speaking of crack team, um, and we were talking about uh, figure announcements. I really want a fat Bib Fortuna now. Mm-hmm. The Rising Parsec Storm. The, that's this episode title? The Rising Storm. Uh, the Gathering right. Storm. Excuse me. Okay, I was about to say, Rising Storm, uh, we, that's really close to some of our uh, High Republic area. Right, yeah. <laughs> but no, uh, I can't remember the... It's like 112 Parsec or Parsec Customs did an amazing fat Bib Fortuna even before we had the new Bib Fortuna. Yeah, if we don't if we don't get one from Hasbro, which I don't think we will, we just got a Return of the Jedi Boba. I think I'll probably try to get one custom made because I re- I really want a fat Bib Fortuna now. Now, uh, I don't want to give them you know a whole bunch of uh, Ideas, but a fat bib Fortuna could also be used as a re, uh, remodel for the um, Twi'lek that we had uh, in Clone Wars. That was pretty True. much uh, what the hell? That guy was a slime ball. I can't think of his name either, man. The names elude me when it comes to Clone Wars and yeah, and Clone Wars and Bad Batch. Uh, real quick before we get into the Gathering Storm, Episode Four, uh, Chapter Four of the Book of Boba Fett. Um, we did get a announcement of some new fig pins coming. So shout out fig pin battle yeah. on Instagram. That's my plug for all things fig pin. Um, we're getting Luke Skywalker from Retur- or from the Mandalorian. Yep. We're getting Dinjarin and Grogu from the final episode. Yep. We're getting an unmasked Dinjarin with his uh, mud or it's not really a mud trooper. It's like a tank trooper out disguise. Yeah. Um, that one is actually a fig pin exclusive, limited to fifteen hundred, and we're getting a dark trooper. So, we did get a little bit of an announcement, I guess, for fig pins. So, yeah, and you sent this to me yesterday. I think they all look great. Um, yeah. If I was a heavier collector, you know, my first two go go fours would be, you know, the season finale, Luke and uh, Grogu and Mando. Mando. Uh, yeah, I get that it's a little bit more um, sought after since it's going to be limited numbers, but I don't need to see Din without his helmet. That yeah. does nothing for me. Yeah, no, totally, man. Uh, you know, I'm a Din super collector, so gotta have yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and also, real quick, they uh, he's actually got a show now on YouTube called WT Figpin. What the Figpin? Nice. Um, where they just talk about all Figpin news. So check them out. They're on YouTube and Facebook. I don't think they're on, on any audio podcast right now, but um little sizzle there for the Geek Out Show Network. That may be something we're working on. So Oh, cool. Um, let's get into it. I know we've already we've we've beaten around the Boba Bush for a little while. So The Gathering Storm, Chapter Four, Book of Boba Fett. Um Heath, why don't you start us off, man? What were your initial thoughts on this one? Mm-hmm. I like the information that we got, I think that this was probably the part of the story that I, I cared the less or the least about. Um, I, I didn't need to, I didn't need to know about the ship. I didn't need to know really what happened with Finnick. I appreciate it, but this is probably my least favorite episode so far. I think that even with the clunkiness of uh, episode three, um, I felt like the story was a little better. This one, eh, it's good, not great. <clears throat> How about yourself? Man, I'm surprised to hear you say that. Um, 
because a lot this was a lot of people really liked this episode but that's you know that's the beauty of star wars i personally i really liked it um i like that they went back and i'd say what 75 to 80 something percent of this episode was all in based in the past yes um and not really that far in the past but basically the relationship between fennec and and Boba Fett, but uh, mm-hmm. I like that they did this now, and they didn't try to tell that you know Star Wars has the problem of let's go fill the gap in ten years down the road, twenty years down the road, thirty years yeah. down the road, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm glad they kind of knocked this out. And um, just more to your point, though, this could have very easily been an issue of a comic book, quite frankly. I mean, this could have been, in my opinion, you know, ten minutes of a previous episode. Now, I think with our speculation last week that maybe Phoenix turned on Boba Fett, let's go ahead and get in the what built the relationship and what started the relationship. That mm-hmm. way, if she does turn on him, it's a little bit more dramatic. If we're all wrong, we still know exactly why she would be. Yeah, and it, you know, it, she's loyal to him because he's loyal to her, but like the alliance is shaky from, from the start, right? Like there's not yeah. really a reason for her to follow him along more or less than the fact that she just says I'm along for the ride. Yeah. And, um, you know, this picks up right at the end of, or it picks up at the end of, uh, what was that? Episode five of season one of the man or five. Yeah. Yeah. It's not come to me. Uh, when we see the boots walking up, there was a lot of speculation at that point in time. Is, is this Boba because of his theme song being Mm -hmm. used there? We now know it is, and um, he takes her to a, like a little mod camp. Um, which yeah, what do you think of the the cyberpunk gang? Um, these guys are a lot more jarring than uh, Boba's crew. Uh, the yeah. one dude with the big goggles uh, that looked super psychedelic. I'm like, am I looking at a commercial for like glasses or something? What what's this guy's right. deal? And you're a big music guy, man. This is we definitely take a sharp turn in music uh yes tropes like we're straight up getting like house electric uh, whatever you Mm -hmm. want to call it techno um i mean very very like not star wars that was probably my least favorite part of it but i mean we could sit here and dissect it i thought it was cool i still think the mod crew might be a little too clean um but we don't know if this is like a new fad or crew coming into coming yeah. into star wars I, I actually do really like the modder um when he walks in and he's like this is appointment only and he drops credits on there and he's like what you start with that yeah and so i enjoyed that there's some cool dialogue there um we get more of boda's motive boba's motivations right so yes we're getting he's just tired of working for idiots i think we can all probably relate to that you know <laughs> in some capacity absolutely so, um, yeah I, I just thought you know, he's, he's showing that the fact that it, he's always been this solo guy and he realized the importance of a tribe. The Tuscans showed him that he's building his tribe, starting with Fennec. Um, and like I said, just more of his motivation. So I really did like that development there. Um, he we do get some cold, some very, very cold Boba Fett here. He takes out that Nikto biker gang once he gets oh. his shit back. So. And that's what everybody wanted, right? So that's yeah. when you get a little bit of that. Yeah. I mean, um, 
it, there is some fun moments here, um, especially with the modern group and seeing him doing all the, the modifications. You know, Finnick waking up scared shitless and realizing mm. kind of what happened. Um, but yeah, it's a really good action scene once like they're actually in the palace. Uh, I got a giant kick out of the uh, General Grievous nod with the cooking chef when he starts doing yeah. the spinning with the axe. Yeah, my um, wife really liked that whole scene. And then, you know, the rat catcher, I thought that was a really fun, you know, just yeah. a fun scene. It, and he definitely needs to remind everyone that he's Boba Fett. Yes. Even <laughs> little rat catcher droids. Yeah, I, I love the fact that he the, he was like, oh, no, I'm not having any of this and turns himself off. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was a really fun scene. Um, the whole hijacking of of the fire spray, which we hear it. That's it. This is called a fire spray gunship. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, all the gatekeeper, you know, man babies can get over it. It's a fire spray. Um, has it ever been called slave one? Just in, in just in like a book. Yeah. Yeah. So on toys, you're right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Fire spray. I I prefer the name. Uh, I know some a lot of people disagree with me, but I do prefer that name. I would say a little just to steal a term from the Toy Isle podcast. uh, Plastic for profit. You can still get the uh, you can still get the Slave One version of the Empire Strikes Back um, vintage collection vehicle. Mm -hmm. Yes, one hundred and fifty bucks, one hundred and sixty bucks. I think GameStop has them on sale for fifteen percent off. get it because you're never going to see slave one on packaging ever again. Yep. So I'm just throwing that out there. (laughs) I I I don't really care either. I kind of want one now. I've always liked the ship, but I would imagine we'll get a book of Boba Fett version. I would think. Yeah. It's just a repaint, right? Yeah. And I mean, I'll be honest with you. It's probably with, I'd say in my bottom list of favorite ships in star Wars. Really? I don't like how it gyrates up. Yeah. I, I really like I really like Boba Fett and Django Fett now. Or I've always liked Django, but Boba's definitely grown on the list. But like the gyration of the ship and I like how we in season two of the Mandalorian we actually saw how it works yeah. inside. But I still have always been like, that seems like such an inconvenience to have to climb into that seat like that, especially <laughs> you're trying to get out of here real fast. Yeah. I mean, kind of the whole motion of it. I mean, it looks cool when it's flying, right? It's like it's kind of cool. Blasting, you know, bikers in the middle of the desert. That looks great. But yeah, that was a really cool scene. They definitely put some some money into that scene. So yeah, uh, yeah, I thought that was really cool. Um, after that, you know, he's kind of ticking off this list of things he needs to do. He needs to next move is get his armor. Yes. Um. So we revisit the Sarlacc pit, which is a very cool scene. Um. I guess we kind of get some more insight into the physiology of a sarlacc right like the beak is actually way inside of it yeah which i thought that was a little crazy you know to have that almost kind of feels like um a starfish a little bit yeah or like an octopus or something right exactly um why do you think he went back to the sarlacc right do you think he was just like in such a daze that he didn't realize jaw was took oh absolutely took his armor because like when he has the vision quest which i wonder if they'll go back to that um well you know in the vision quest that could be a subconscious memory that he's not actually uh, you know forming uh jay have yeah. you ever been in a car accident uh nothing like severe no so you know last year during the freeze um 
once everything was starting to melt, I actually I took my uh, my car out and I was trying just to see how it was. And I actually hit a patch of ice and went straight into a tree. I uh, sideswiped it, destroyed my old Jeep. And uh, I don't remember anything. I remember like coming to and realizing that like the door was jarred and I, I know exactly what happened because I could get out of the car and look. I can't tell you the moments leading up to it. Yeah. So for him not to know, you know, coming, having to fight his way out of the stomach of a beast that he escaped with his armor. Yeah. I mean, I bumped my head on, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't go through anything that traumatic. I'm not covering Yeah. So we'll chalk, it up, we'll chalk it up to just, uh, you know, he's in a lot of stress or something. Yeah. But yeah, I thought that was weird. I wonder, just more to that point, I wonder if they'll go back and, revisit the vision quest like you know i saw these jawas like maybe that's who has my armor go to the jawas figure out that they it was sold to Cobb vanth yada 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 yeah uh i mean or he just gets lucky and he sees uh den walking through the desert with uh up to his uh his his name that he's carrying and just like but at the same time it would make sense that like if he actually saw that there as opposed to coming across an informant who told him about like why well, wouldn't like intercept him there. Yeah. But um yeah, we get a really cool scene there. We I guess Boba goes back into the Sarlacc and reburns himself. Yeah. I mean, I guess he just really had to finish the beast off from, you know, before but they drop a seismic charge down his throat. Yeah, that was a crazy scene because like right beforehand, you know, we're watching the show as a family, and my son's asking me. He's like, "Oh, he's got a lot of firepower on that one." It's like, "Yeah, I mean, he's in the big one yet, buddy." And then obviously, uh, the pit grabs a hold of the ship, and Finnick has to jump over seat, do a little maneuvering, and it just perfectly rolls off the back and down into the pit. You know, that's how it works. Yeah, um, for sure. And it blows the damn thing up, which I mean, it's such a cool thing to see that charge go off like that. Yeah. So I think I think at this point the Sarlacc's dead. Like right, like. We don't need I to mean, go back to the Sarlacc pit again. No, 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 no. <laughs> but yeah, it is a fun scene. There. Um. Wow. Uh. So, is this when we come out of the back to tank? Yeah, pretty much wakes up out of the back to tank. We get the the um reveal that you are a hundred percent healed. Mm-hmm. So maybe we don't get any more back to tank after this, you know. He he's he's back to his fighting weight. Well, I mean, really you're thinking about it that would kind of match up with what we know from Mandalorian, you know, he's searching the desert and then he's got the ship. So we kind of know everything that happened up to that point and then you just have some small gaps that you'd fill in there. Um So yeah, I'm fine with that. Um uh, I guess that's gonna kind of like eliminate your original suspicion that there might something be or something wrong with him. Uh, that's more on like the uh, the cancerous style aside. So I'm still really curious to see what they do there. Yeah, I mean, apparently, um, you know, but we we get you know we go back to present day. Um, get up! I need to show my face around town. Uh, he goes to Garza Thwips or Garza Flip, Gar- Garza Thwip. I'm not really sure. Man, we're, we're really not sure on today's episode. Um, <laughs> goes to the casino. Uh, 
Chrysanthemum's kind of hanging out. You know, he just got done getting his ass whipped and being threatened to get sold back into slavery. Like, he's pissed. He's drinking. He's getting more and more pissed. He sees some Trandoshans, and it's just kind of a... It's like an old Western, like, I just don't like you because... Well, there's a long-standing uh, history with Trandoshans and Wookiees, right? Like, from the Clone Wars? I believe so. Uh, I believe so. Yeah, I think, um, I think... Yeah, I think they're pretty much like a warring faction for a long time. Yes. If I remember correctly... So he's pissed, right. he sees the Trandoshans having fun, and he just starts whooping up on all of them. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Whip so, comes around, and he's holding this one Trandoshan. And, I mean, he's got nothing but evil in his eyes for this thing. And she's, you know, really bolstering him up, talking about how great he was in the Gladiator, and just going on and on, and really, like, you know, stroking the ego, trying to get him to stop this without more violence. And uh, even offers to wipe his, uh, his tab clean if he just leaves. And none of that. This is a great scene. I mean, just rips that Trandoshan's arm right off. Yeah, and then dumps some coin in her pocket. Like, he doesn't give a shit, right? Like, yeah. He's mad. And before, yeah, and guys, don't forget Trandoshan's are lizards. It's going to grow back. And we know yeah, from War like, of the Bounty Hunters, Boss gets his legs blown off. <clears throat> so, yeah. Um. Boba is like, hey, friend, you look like you need a job. I'm like, I got you back. So this is the start of my my uh, my hopes and wishes for a Avengers-style team-up. I mean, it's definitely alluded to here. Um, now, So we get, uh, yeah, we get Black K joining the ranks, and then he's basically having this Don Corleone, like, dinner party with the rest of the families. Yeah. And I mean, he's laying it out nice and thick for them. The pikes are coming. They're going to take this all over, team up with me. And, you know, we have a chance. And you know, I thought they were going to team up and all basically decline. Yeah. And, all of them decline, which, uh, and he's I just guess, like, okay, well, you're, you're going to stay out of my way. Yeah. He just tells them like, you know, if they come to ask for your help, don't stab me in the back, which, this group of people can't wait to stab themselves in the you know face of the person standing next to them. Right. Uh, but how, uh, how. how much of a boss move is having a dinner party on top of a rancor trap door? Exactly. I was just about to bring that up. You know, they all kind of are getting a little testy with him. And, you know, it's almost like perfectly timed. He just reaches up and grabs and scares everybody off. So yeah. uh, that's great. Um, and the Boba just throws him a bone. So cool, really fun stuff here. So everyone leaves and, you know, him and Fennec are just kind of talking like, how much money do we have? Um, Boba Fett's got job of the hut money now, right? Like he's mm -hmm. got tons of, money. he can hire a crew. Um, and we get a little taste of something that Heath had alluded to. And that is the reappearance or maybe just a musical nod of one of our good friends Din Djarin loved um, it loved the musical cue here um, thought it was perfect I, I think you nailed it dude you nailed it and you know it's it's such a great song my son who generally doesn't catch things like that 
as soon as he heard it and the, you know they were coming off the palace jumps up and he's like the mandalorian so you know i think this one's gonna hit less of an easter egg and more of just a nod of things to come i, I love oh it. this is a hit getting hit in the head with a hammer nod to to what's to come so i think yeah. i mean can we expect him to go out after Din Djarin, like this next episode pretty much yeah i hope um, okay so let's do a little 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 speculating here i think Din Djarin might be the new leader of the bounty hunters guild mm-hmm. and i think oh i think him get well we know all know he's the mandalore at the moment so he's got that problem going on yeah um but I think maybe he's just like, no, I'm going back to bounty hunting. Uh, like, you know, uh, Grief Karga isn't doing anything with the Bounty Hunters Guild anymore, right? Like, he's running, yeah. he's running Navarro at the moment yep. as like the mayor. Um, so I think, I think maybe that's where we're going here, and that's where we can get introduced to Bosk. He might be still out bounty hunting. Which, if that's the case, I really want to see the, the, what the what am i trying to say here the relationship between him and black k since we know that trandoshans and wookies don't like each other yeah i mean how well is boss gonna or you know get along with boba fett after being left to die yeah. missing his legs if they haven't oh. seen each other since uh dengar cad bane i mean like all these bounty hunters right like th i think this is a one-stop shop in order to get all of them and that would be really cool and kind of you know do a little bit of filling for us between season two and three of Mandalorian seeing, you know, what exactly Din is doing without Grogu. So I yeah. like that. I like Which, that a lot. I want to see the baby, but you know, we <laughs> all know where he's at, <laughs> but yeah, the musical cue was just perfect, man. And we just kind of end there. So, um, yeah, I'm really, you know, if I wasn't already looking forward to next week's episode. I'm very much so looking forward to next week's episode. Oh yeah. I'm pumped. I think I think we get that whole crew. So uh, that's yet to be seen, man. But I think we're gonna keep this one short and sweet. You know, we've got some things to do today, and we just kind of wanted to put an episode out. Um, any any last thoughts on this week's episode, Heath? Music is such a great thing, and it can just fill in and tell you stories without having to just feed it out to you. So I, I love that choice of music there at the end. Yeah. Even if I wasn't crazy about our mod group's music choices. That was great. And it's it's such a nod to like John Williams music cues. Like, you know, he would always do like the force theme or Leia's theme or Han's theme, you know, like all, all these themes. Actually, did Han have a theme? I don't think he does actually. Until solo. Ooh. Yeah, I think solo is when he got his theme. And that's not and that's not John Williams. But regardless, what I'm trying to say is just just those music cues, like I think are so, and obviously the Mandalorians is like such an iconic one at this point. Yeah, it's weird to think that like so much of that show, with it just being two seasons in, the hours we've spent with that character, how fast he was able to like kind of rise in that ranks of like being iconic. Oh, I mean, he's my favorite character for a reason. I mean, I have pretty much a room dedicated to Din Djarin crap. Oh, I mean, he's my second favorite character of all time, so I totally get it. I mean, yeah. you know, his he has the benefit of being Mandalorian, which we've known for years and years, and we all love the helmet style, but the character just, it hit so hard and just did so yeah. well. I mean, there were people, like my, my wife's best friend, 
has no desire to talk about Star Wars. She loves the Mandalorian. Yeah. That, it, my wife is that way as well, right? Like she could care less, but she actually really enjoyed it. And she's enjoying Book of Boba Fett too. So that's it's been another fun thing for us to watch. Awesome. Um, there is a little bit of a rumor mill going, and we'll just end it on this. That uh, So we all know Din Djarin's coming back, right? I think at this point it's not a secret. Um, yeah. But he has no ship. He has no Razor Crest. It's gone, right? It's mm-hmm. being shipped to my house as we speak. Um, <laughs> so the rumor is that we, he's going to be flying another prequel era ship, and that's going to be a Naboo Starfighter. Which is it's an interesting concept. Um I like the fact that him, you know, definitely keeping it vintage. He's a classic car guy, dude, or he's a classic vehicle guy at this point. Yeah. I would, it would definitely lead, um, the speculation would definitely lead me to believe that he's, he's got a home base now. He yeah. does, he's not living in that ship like he was. Right. So I, I'm very interested in that. And if it's true and if it's not heavily modded. So. That's funny you say that. It reminds me, his, the Razor Crest always reminded me of, uh, of space balls, the Winnebago. I forget what it's called right now. <laughs> but it's like, yeah. he's just like living in this thing. Yeah. I love it. I thought about that one, but as soon as you said, and like even you know, the shape, but I mean, hopefully, you know, even if it's not crazy modded, it's still just bright silver. Like we saw Anakin flying mm-hmm. and just, you know, kind of matches his armor. I think that would be awesome. I'm personally hoping for one of the yellow ones. Um, oh yeah. But yeah, I think, I think it's cool. You know, and we know why he flew the Razor Crest is because it wasn't in any kind of imperial database. Yeah. It wasn't reg- basically he had no registration on it, mm-hmm. and that's probably why we're going back to a prequel era ship. So there's just a little bit of a rumor there. Um, to be honest, I don't I don't really care, but I think it's cool nonetheless. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's cool. I'm happy that there's speculation. We'll just I'm I'm down. We're gonna watch it. We'll yeah. see how it goes. Bring on Din Djarin. Um, Man, I think that's where we're going to end it. Like I said, we're going to keep it short and sweet this week. Uh, maybe have a longer one next week. But Heath, why don't you let us know where we can find you in the meantime? Order toys on Instagram. And hopefully very soon I'll have a fun little you know, add-on for you guys. But uh, oh, just nice. be kind of keeping your eyes uh, open. And we do have somebody in the running for the free shirt. Uh, I'm saying this right now. If there is enough... I'm going to let the winner pick between a shirt and a coffee cup and uh, the runner up will get the other option. So nice. if we get enough participation, I'm going to toss out an extra one, but you know, need to see more reviews up there guys. Nice. So hit us up at Spotify on Apple podcasts, any of your podcatchers, make sure to leave us a review. Tell us a dad joke. Tell us what you like about our show, what you dislike about our show. Just tell us something and you're on your way to a free shirt or, and or coffee mug. So, you know, you can find me at JRU Toys on Instagram every week on the Geek Out Show and here at the Cannon Cantina. Um, we haven't had a cold one in a while here, man. Maybe we'll change that up next week. Maybe we'll have some cold ones on the episode. Um, Sounds like a plan. Public. If you don't want to win a free shirt, you can always buy one, and they're really cheap 12, 13 bucks. So. Um, no dad, I don't have a dad joke for you this week, man. I came, I came unprepared. So we're just gonna, we're gonna end this one old fashioned. You guys just have a good, solid week, and we'll see you next week. I've got the money. You will never find.
for Richard Hyde, Scum and Villainy.